Welcome back to Viewpoints, listeners. I'm your host, Henry Grossack, and now we have our second guest. It gives me great pleasure to introduce Poppy Nonwheel, a Generation X, and as I said before the break, life challenges from a Generation X perspective will be the focus of our chat. But firstly, welcome to Viewpoints, Poppy. Thank you. Thank you for having me here. It's How do you lovely. find it in the radio studio? It's fascinating. It's absolutely fascinating. There's so much going on, and you wouldn't know when you're listening how much is going on inside the little radio world. Mm, it's, yeah. It is. It's a fascinating world. It is. Now, Poppy, you're a Generation Xer. Does that uh, label in itself have any particular meaning for you personally? Um, not personally, no, I have to say. But um, I can understand the need to um, sort of um, put our generations in different categories and view them for what they are because we're, we're, all, we're all faced with different challenges at different points. And... Um, so, yeah, I'd see it more like that, what, what challenges my generation facing and why. Compared to what we call the Generation Ys, mm. um, how do you feel in relation to them and the baby boomers at the other end? Because you're sort of in the middle there a bit. We are in the middle. Um, and we all know about the middle child we syndrome. We do. <laughs> <laughs> we need some attention. You do. <laughs> we do. Um, oh, I think that we've all got our... Yeah, as I said before, I mean, I, I, mean, I understand my own generation because I am that, but I, I feel a real sense of um, obligation to understand all the generations. We're all living here together and we all need to, to learn from one another and pass on what we know to the next, you know. I think that's really important. I think that's probably what we've forgotten to do. I was and going to ask you, do you think that always happens? No, I think we've really lost a sense of community and I think that's really um, sad, you know. I think that if we can't have that, if we can't connect with each other, then we're missing out on so much of what life is and... Yeah, it would be nice for it to be different. Now, um, from a career angle, you've got several strings to your bow. Um, tell us a little bit about your career and where are you at? My career? <laughs> I've a got a career. To a <laughs> I didn't know. Um, I work for um, an extraordinary woman called Angela who does a, thing, a website called Scent of Life, um, which I am very passionate about and enjoy immensely. I'm also slight, um, just starting to get involved with an extraordinary program called Art Beyond Words, which is um, addressing depression um, and um, communicating that through art, because a lot of people that are dealing with depression are, are not able to um, communicate and deal with it in that way, so we, it was the idea was to have it a more artistic expression of depression and bring it into public awareness a wee bit. Mm. Um, and I also work for a hotel group Doing mm. sales on the phone, which is how I met you. <laughs> um, I have an amazing... I work with some amazing people. And again, what's really important to me is who I'm working with and, and who I'm working around as opposed to what I'm actually working for, if that makes sense. So you have makes to be in a, a Yeah, you have to be in a good environment. If you're not in a good environment, then what you're doing, you're spending so much time at work. Um, and um, I'm a great believer in, in team and um, people I choose to, to be around. And I'm very fortunate in that I'm around some very special people so mm. so life is good in that respect but looking yeah. forward um how does a generation <laughs> x uh, look forward uh, into the future or you at least me i've you. got a terrible problem where i'm not very good at that i have to i have to really work at um i'm trying my main thing is trying to engage in now because um is I've, that a generation x thing or possibly, is that a, just a you thing well I, a lot of my friends who are my age have the same thing i just really um you know i have I actually come from a small town in New Zealand and I know a lot of um, people that I grew up with who I'm still very good friends with had extraordinary potential but are just sort of sitting on it 
And that explains why you were doing the haka in the, <laughs> in the reception room before oh, we haka. went. Did you know she was doing the haka in the That's reception my, room before? <laughs> I like to greet people that way. <laughs> it's very, it's, uh, it, it, it makes an impact. Just to make my presence aware. We made that up, <laughs> listeners. <laughs> Sorry, Poppy. It's all good. Mm. Mm. So um, that is the thing, you're sort of in between places. Um, well, I'd love to. I have a real passion for how we deal with death as a community. And, yes, you mentioned that. Um, I think that because death is such an intrinsic part of life, and we've really, um, I think what I would love or what my vision would be or how I'd like to participate in community and, and, and living in the world is to um, find different ways of dealing with death and how we grieve um, for it to be more acceptable, for it to be okay. Um, for lessons to be passed on because we miss out on so much knowledge through um, what happens for people at the end of their life or the end of their time. Um, I had an extraordinary conversation actually as well with a guy on the phone that had about two weeks to live and he just said he had some um, views and a sense about him that was um, utterly precious and unique because it's an extraordinary time leaving the world is um is just as valid and important as being here and also how we're allowed to express grief is really i mean it sort of suff- our culture's really suffocated that aspect of of who we are and i'd i'd really like to work in that field i'd like yeah, to you have mentioned a, a funeral yeah. direct that's Fun- yeah. interesting when you said that pop because not a lot of younger people say oh i'd like to be a funeral director <laughs> and i'd like to really get into grief and, and understand <laughs> death um, when you say that to mm friends and colleagues, what what sort of response uh, do you get? I think they already know that I'm a bit mad. Um, you are a bit mad. <laughs> I oh, know, okay. I'm not really. I'm all right. Um, I don't know. I think that it was it was more like a calling. It was that I have a background in creative writing and uh, media studies and I'm very interested in people and um, I'm very interested in expression and being allowed to express. Like, um, very, very interested in that. So it all sort of came together and actually a, a friend of my my mum, my best friend's mother said, you know, have you ever thought about funeral directing or, or being involved in the funeral industry because you would love it, you would be really at home with it and it would be a value to the community. And I, mm. It sort of was like a... A, a light bulb. A light bulb, yes. <laughs> mm. So that's what I'd like to do. Yeah. So you don't fear death? No, I don't. I've had a lot I mean, of... you're only 30. I'm 30. That's... Um, yeah, she, I remember when I was... young, crazy. She put us to shame. <laughs> I remember well, when I was you, eight. Eight? You, you were what? I remember when I was eight. It's all relative age. It is, it? and it's scary, yeah. isn't it? Because it, it is. doesn't seem long ago. I know. Yeah. I know. I know. I had a bit of a midlife crisis turning 30. I was like, how am I going to be when I turn 50 or 60 or 100? Poppy, you said that, and I'll quote you from uh, the notes that you gave me, I have, like most of my generation, a real war with depression. Yes. That's, um, I, I know depression's widespread, yeah. but the way you phrase that really stopped me in my tracks. Do you oh, want to good. explain all that? Um, from my perspective? Yes. Yes. Um, I, I was actually having this conversation with someone last night about... Um, about how, and this is, I suppose, all tied into why I want to do or be around involved in the funeral industry. I think it's to do with how we're allowed to talk um, and how we're allowed to express because it's very hard, um, very hard when you're struggling with something like depression to, even though it's more socially acceptable now, it's still very difficult to try and manage it. There's a real sense of failure. There's a real sense of um, shame around it, especially for men. Um, Men don't have the same communication mechanisms that women are taught to have so yes um and and that's a worry there's actually 
really high suicide rate amongst men, which has not been looked mm. at and addressed. And um, and still among women, there's a real. I mean, we're my generation is really caught between identities. Like, who are we? Are we career woman? Are we? Are we um, still allowed to be woman? And that when we're mothers, are we allowed to be women? Like, how do we how do we consolidate all the different aspects of being who we are and feel okay with it? Because there's so many options, and there's so many places to go, and there's so much pressure to be so so much of these. You know, to be successful, have a family, have a partner. You know, it's mm. a lot of pressure, and not everyone fits into that. And not not being able to fit in it is, is sort of crushing in a way. If you don't have a good support network, or if you're um, you know, if you're alone with it. And so not how, did you, how have you dealt with it? Presumably you've suffered yeah. from that yourself. Oh, Just yeah, absolutely. Um, I I didn't deal with it well for a really long time because I felt as if um, I was being ungrateful and that I had nothing to be unhappy about and that um, it was selfish and self-indulgent and I should just get on with it and... I just couldn't. It was a real. It was a real war, and it took me a really long time to accept that I was struggling, and um, a really, really long time, and it really delayed a lot of things for me. So, um, how did you ultimately cope with it? Um, well, I actually, it was actually quite recently, and I just um, said to my partner and to my mum and my friends, I'm just not coping. I haven't been coping for ages, and I'm not, I'm not coping at all. And the support that then came was just um, amazing. My partner's been incredible my mum's been incredible and my friends have been extraordinary so it was just actually me getting to the point where I was okay to say look this has been me for the last 10 years probably since I was 20 and Mm. I know it's not really who I am and I I want to come back into myself and everyone just went sure we'll help you know I didn't know that that support was available to me I thought I really didn't believe it I didn't trust it and it was a great learning curve for me and I'm I know that not everyone's fortunate to have that, but I didn't realise I had it. I really didn't know how how deep my support network was, and I don't think you do know until you until you speak out. And I think you find if you speak out that someone somewhere will listen, mm. and that's what's really crucial about it. Even if it's someone you don't know very well, someone will actually listen. And I think that's what we've all got to be aware of too: is just listening to each other. Um, our listening skills aren't great with one another with that stuff. You know, just really watch people, observe people. Um, care for people, have compassion, and develop a sense of community. So we're sort of looking which, out for each which other. Which comes to another point from your perspective, what you see as a lack of community, um, they would possibly be linked those two. What do you mean by that and what do we need to do? Um, oh, that's a really, really good question. <laughs> you wanted me to that's, ask you a really, really bad uh, that's question. That's a brilliant question. <laughs> um, uh, well, for me, per- I have to only go for me personally, sure. otherwise I'm um, speaking out of turn. But what I what I try and do is, I think we had this conversation, you and I, is connecting with people in a really open, honest way is, is crucial to developing community because that, that starts the, the, the process of developing a network of people around you that you have a... Um, and that, that is community, I suppose. Authentic too. Authentic, yeah, honest, um, coming from the right place, um, and I think that stuff is just absolutely and utterly crucial and not done enough. You know, it's it's hard to connect. We can't, we're not really supposed to, to speak openly with people we don't know. And we're it's, not, it's, it's interesting, yeah. as you and I were chatting before, um, we see cases such as um, Tiger Woods or the gentleman Rockefeller, hmm. and we see that they had other lives that many people were not aware of. Absolutely. And, that probably is replicated to a, on a much lesser extent. How many of us are strangers uh, within families? Yes, even, and relationships and, and friendships. And relationships. And, absolutely. Mm. And to ourselves. And to ourselves. Yeah. 
Yeah. Is it scary opening up to yourself? Did you find that? Uh, I've I've always longed for it. I've always had a longing to know who I am, and um, and again, I feel really fortunate for that. It's been very hard, and it's hard to like all aspects of yourself. And I'm still learning. You know, it's always a work in progress. Doesn't mean you're okay with yourself all the time, but <laughs> but I'm really interested in learning about myself because that way I can learn about everyone around me too. You know. Yeah, and part of that is the short stories that you write, and thank you so much. They're very, as I said to you when I read them, they're surreal and poetical and uh, <laughs> interesting. Uh, uh, one of them, two that you've given me, the first of the last goodbyes, and I've uh, you didn't have a title on them, but two scarecrows under a lemon tree. Um, any comments you can make about your short story writing and or those short stories? Uh, I think, um, I think... Once again, expression is is important, and for me, just writing, writing was a really, for me, a, a wonderful way to let things out. You know, very to, cathartic. Yeah, really cathartic. I loved it. Painful, and beautiful, and um, and fun, and um, excruciating all at the same time. It was, it's. I like writing for me is a real passion. You know, it's a real, it's a real. Uh, I don't know what the word is. It's sort of like a lifesaver. The people around you and your network, obviously, because I noticed that you've got a necklace which is a butterfly. It is. And the symbolism <laughs> a little bit of Poppy coming out of <laughs> her chrysalis. Um, yeah. Obviously, what you've been through, Poppy, you've, um, you've obviously uh, changed a bit in at least outlook or self-confidence or whatever. Yeah. How have the people around you... Been affected by that? Yes. Oh, I, I would weep talking about it. It's, it, it's been a really life-changing experience because when people love you, I mean, it's very, people are either good at giving love or receiving love or, or both, but I'm... Or taking love. Or rejecting love. I mean, love is a really interesting thing. So for me, it was a really, I wish for everyone to experience that that experience where you suddenly realise that you're actually loved. You know, that's an amazing thing. I just... I found that like a, um, like an epiphany, I suppose. I didn't realise that I was loved, and f- and being able to start feeling that um, from partner, from my friends, from my mum, and my stepdad as well, <laughs> was amazing. I just felt it was like a story to stepdads <laughs> and stepmums. Yeah, too. that's another interesting myself. family dynamic. Me, yeah, myself. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> Do you know? Oh yes, that's a dynamic you it don't is. understand. It's interesting. Mm. Yeah, really interesting. Now, Times on the wing, we said that this was a life challenges from a Generation X's perspective. Yeah. How typical do you think you are uh, of a Generation X, or are you out there on the fringes? Your stories seem quite <laughs> unique. <laughs> oh no, I think I'm very much just the same as everybody else. We all we all have the same. I think we all have the same wars. We've just got very different ways of articulating it. So yeah, I'd say I'm more commonality among us than difference. Absolutely, even, and we hide it. We are all the same. <laughs> yeah, we're underneath all the same it, people. All, you're all the same <laughs> underneath as me, Craig. As much <laughs> as it is, Tom's on the wing. One last thing, Poppy. Advice to young people or, or older people from your journey so far in uh, your life. Live with your desire. Live within your desire is what I'd say. That's what I would pass on. Live within your desires. That's an interesting point to make. (laughs) Poppy, can I thank you so much for coming? It's been really fascinating and very insightful.